Hey friend, I am so excited you're here. I'm Allison and you're listening to the But What If You Did podcast. Think of me as your ultimate hype woman when it comes to navigating those messy transitional seasons in life. Every Monday, I'm sharing conversations with superstellar humans that are changing the world for the better and sharing how they broke free from societal expectations to live life on their terms. You can expect everything from real talk about anything we've been conditioned to not talk about to pep talks guaranteed to inspire you to climb the mountain ahead. Are you ready to elevate your life? Then let's get to it. Friends, it has been a while since we've had a little bit of a heart-to-heart over coffee. And in today's episode, we're going to do just that. That's right, it's just me today. I'm flying solo, and we're going to dive into a question that I was asked to ponder this last week. One that really kind of flipped my perspective on some hard transitional season feels, and that is, is it fact or is it thought? We're going to dive into where the question came from, what it means, how problems and the present cannot exist together, and how to disrupt your headspace when something is no longer serving you. This last week has felt so hard for me. If you follow me on social, you might have noticed that I really just wasn't present at all. New episode launched on Monday. I usually am all over social continuing the conversation about my new episode, and I just had a really hard week that required me to really step back and away from technology. Unfortunately, when you're building a business, that isn't always the best thing for the business. And sometimes you have to make hard decisions between what's right for your mental health and what's right for your business. So I just all week kind of felt this really hard pull between my corporate life that I'm currently living and this pull towards this new venture that I'm trying to start and just not having enough hours in the day to do everything that I want to do and trying to give myself grace with that. But also just so many things were swirling for me last week. So lately, the best way I can describe it is I have felt this really hard pull between being ready to quit my corporate job and wanting to do that sooner rather than later because that allows me the freedom to go all in on this dream that I've been trying to build for the last year and a half, two years. At the same time, I have this tug back towards my corporate job where they're now talking about a potential promotion and all of these things that I've wanted for so long. And so for me, that comes across as the universe making me feel like it's dangling this stability of the corporate world in front of me, right? And my brain is really comforted by that, especially as have all these added business expenses and I'm working towards this coaching certification and all of these things that would be really great to have a little bit extra cash in the bank for. And so maybe you can relate to this feeling of being pulled in kind of two different directions while trying to make or commit to some big life-altering decision. And depending on which way you go, it just really makes a big difference in the trajectory of the rest of your life. And so it just, the decision is weighing on me as I think it would be weighing on anyone in my position. So the next thing that I observed was that it's kind of this weird feeling when you start to have this new level of self-awareness, where you recognize that your thoughts and feelings maybe are no longer serving you when it comes to a certain situation. But you also know that part of this self-discovery growth process is really learning to sit with and acknowledge hard feelings without judgment. And that's something that I really struggle with is like having hard feelings and just sitting there and accepting them for what they are without judging myself for them. Because like most humans, 
we give ourselves a really hard time when we're having a hard time. (laughs) And that really only makes the hard time worse. So for me, last week, I felt like I was sitting with a lot of hard feelings and I was trying not to judge myself for it. But in the meantime, I was down this rabbit hole swirling in the what ifs. So to ground you a little bit in where my headspace was last week, somebody at one point asked me to write down five words to describe how I was feeling. And the words that I wrote down were depleted, frustrated, lacking, unclear, (laughs) and swirl. (laughs) Because I definitely felt like I was swirling over pretty much everything last week. So maybe you can relate to that. Or do you ever notice yourself kind of fall back into old behavior patterns that you intuitively know don't really serve you when you're at a crossroads between change and comfort, and yet that's what you instinctively do is you fall back into these old behavior patterns because that is definitely something that I have become hyper aware of as something that I do. And I'm guessing that some of you can probably relate to that feeling. So before we go any further, I just want to say that this episode should uh, truly be sponsored by Megan Siemens Next Level Design Workshop from last weekend. And if you don't remember Megan, she was on the end of season one. Um, Megan is a life coach and a human design expert. And we had a really amazing conversation about human design and transitional seasons in life. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, you should go check that out. Also, Megan lives local, so she is the first one of my podcast guests that I was able to go and meet in person and have a real-life coffee chat with, and I have just learned so much from my couple of months knowing Megan, and she was hosting this workshop last week, and so, of course, I jumped on. I'm totally obsessed with human design right now, and this workshop, I feel like, showed up at just the right time for me, and it really kind of helped me to ground and reframe my struggle from this last week. So this workshop was about the nine human design centers, and Megan shared some really, really, really powerful journal prompts throughout the workshop that I want to share with you guys, because these made a huge impact on my life in the last week, and if they're working for me, chances are they'll help you guys too. So Megan asked us, So, well, okay, let's back up a little bit. It was about the nine centers of human design, and if you don't know anything about human design, Maybe start with my episode with Megan where she goes over a little bit of the basics. But we were talking about the heart center and Megan asked us to ponder the question, is it fact or is it thought? And that grabbed my attention, kind of stopped me in my tracks for a minute. And I just remember staring at the screen being like, oh man, that's a good question. One, because I've never been asked it before. And two, I've never thought to ask that before. So I've learned a lot about how our brains work, and sometimes our brains worked against us. And if you've done any kind of self-growth work, you probably have learned or heard the term baby brain. And our baby brain is the part of our brain that just will do anything to keep us safe. And sometimes that stops us from taking a leap outside of our comfort zone because baby brain is over here saying, here's all the reasons you shouldn't do that because logically it doesn't make sense and it needs to protect you. And it's up to us to consciously rewire our brains to realize that taking some level of risk or you know, jumping a little outside of our comfort zone is actually really good for us and actually really healthy for us. And so it's really easy to ignore that fact when you're, you know, consumed with thoughts that feel like fact. And that was kind of where I was sitting all week. My brain felt like it was deciphering a bunch of conflicting facts, but really these were just conflicting thoughts. And when I think about them as thoughts, honestly, they feel a lot less scary. So 
making big decisions, like the type of decision that I'm currently sitting on and like the type of decision that many of you are probably sitting on, especially after the last year, when we're making those decisions from a place of fear, that can drastically alter the outcome of the but what if I did type moment, right? And here we want to really focus on making really conscious, really strong, well-aligned, but what if I did decisions? So let's use my example from the last week. In my mind, the broken soundtrack that I was spewing to myself that felt like a fact was getting a promotion means I need to stay with this job for another year. And my body was physically reacting to this thought as if it were fact. And I felt this decision just like physically paralyzing me If this promotion that they're kind of talking about may or may not actually happen, but if it did happen, then in my mind, for some reason, it felt like fact that I would just have to stay here another year and that was just it and there was no way around that. And I was swirling on that all week. What I realized was that that hasn't happened yet. And this is a thought that I had in response to an event that happened that this is actually a pretty normal thought but it's not as final as my brain wanted the statement to be. So having the thought doesn't lock me into a decision. Treating my thought as fact caused a swirl of unnecessary stress and anxiety that literally affected my ability to function as a human, but also as my highest self. All this to say, my takeaway is fact and what is thought can feel really confusing. And especially when baby brain is trying to tell you things that are really there to try to keep you safe. But at the end of the day, feeling meaningful change and comfort rarely go hand in hand. I'm going to say that one more time. Meaningful change and comfort rarely go hand in hand. So after Megan left us with the journal prompt, she then reminded us that problems and the present cannot exist together. Hmm, that's a good one. So just let that sink in for a minute. Problems and the present cannot exist together. So here I was feeling all the feels over future problems that don't actually exist. Yep, I was wasting my energy in the present, worried about decisions that I may or may not ever have to actually make. But Because baby brain had me convinced that thoughts were facts, I was over here running myself into the ground worried about future problems. So, I know I'm sitting in a room with a cat and he's the only one that can respond to me. And, well, let's be real, Elliot probably will respond when I ask the question, but show of hands, anyone else get that sinking feeling in the pit of their stomach? That... I like to call it the me too feeling when you hear someone say something and you're like, ooh, yeah, I totally do that. That was me in the workshop and um, just reliving that moment. I'm over here like, yeah, me too. And swirling on future problems that don't actually exist yet. Maybe the whole reason that I started the podcast in the first place. So I wrote it on a post-it note, took a picture and made it the background on my phone for 24 hours. Hmm. Maybe that would be helpful to you guys. So maybe, maybe I will send out a background for your phone for next week in my newsletter. So if you're not on the newsletter, you should totally be on the newsletter because you don't want to miss out on fun things like that. But anyways, throughout the workshop, Megan kind of encouraged us to release the conditioning that is no longer serving us. And that brings me to one more exercise that I want to share with you guys. 
And this was about disrupting the headspace and doing something different when you may or may not feel maybe a little depleted, frustrated, lacking, unclear, or in a bit of a swirl. And in this exercise, Megan encouraged us to make a list of I believe statements. For example, I believe the universe has my back. I believe in my ability to make the decision that is best for me in that moment. I believe that I'm here to help people feel less alone in transitional seasons in life. And by committing to these I believe statements, we now disrupt a thought pattern that really, really, really wasn't serving us. So every week, I learn a little bit more about what it means to be resilient. Every week, I learn a new practice to help me scale the new mountains in my life. And every week, I make it a goal to continue to share what I'm learning in real time with you guys. We are always, always, always living in some level of a transition. And when one transitional season ends, we just start to prepare ourselves for the next and so on and so forth. So it's up to us to take ownership up for ourselves and to continually do the work that will ultimately help us to qualify ourselves to handle the next hard season of life, right? We may not be ready for that next season yet, but along the way, things are going to happen that are going to teach us skills that are going to help us master the next big transitional season, the next big thing that happens. We are literally qualifying ourselves to handle the next thing over time. So this week, I learned to decipher what is fact versus what is thought. And now I have a new tool in my backpack for the next time the trail gets a little bit bumpy. And my hope for you is that after our chat today, maybe you feel the same. So to recap, this week, we learned a new question to disrupt our thought cycle when the anxiety swirl really isn't serving us. We learned a quote to ground us in the present, and we learned an exercise to empower us to stay the course. And to wrap this up, I just wanted to say a quick thank you to Megan for sharing your wisdom in your Next Level Self workshop and for truly being an expander in my life. Expanders are those people that come into your life and help you to see that the sky's the limit and always leaving you feeling a little more encouraged to make those scary but necessary transformational shifts in your own life. I hope that by tuning in week after week that I can start to become that expander for you in your own life. And on that note, thanks for coming to hang today. I appreciate that you chose to spend some time with me. I know you have a lot of choices and a lot of options out there when it comes to podcasts, especially in the personal development space. I know that when you come here, you're ready to work, you're ready to climb, and you're ready to elevate. And I appreciate you continuing to show up week after week. If you have not left a review for the podcast already, I would love for you to do so in iTunes. I love reading the reviews. They literally are the best part of every week and it means so much to me. And it also helps to get the podcast into the hands of more listeners who need this information just like you. Cheers.